Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Seed Big Impact Podcast. We hope these episodes plant seeds that inspire big impacts in your life. Shane and I are your hosts. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right, y'all, enjoy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode with your girl, Holly, and your boy. Not Holly. Your boy. <laughs> say your name. Shane. Say my name. Say my name. Oh, God. <laughs> We've been on a 2000s R&B. Don't steal my stuff. I've what? been on it. I've been on it, too. It's fake. What do you mean, fake? Right. I've been listening to that longer than you. That's my Pandora station. No. It is. I put like that on there. Slum 41. Slum, some for. <laughs> You're right. I have been onto. I have been. I have. Why are you breaking that? I have been into Blink One Eighty Two lately. But Blink One Eighty Two is great music. Uh, Alongside two thousand. Remember, I got you that concert ticket for it. Yeah, it was like I saw. A VIP one. Yeah. On accident. I, s- <laughs> I always buy VIP tickets on accident. Did you why. get VIP for my next concert? No, they didn't have it. Oh, they, they didn't no, offer. they did have it, but it was a lot. Oh. And we poor now. Back then we were ballers. <laughs> Listen, you work for someone else and you run their company, you make money. You work for yourself, run your company, you make shit. <laughs> you make super fast. At first, you make for the first for, for the then, first few years. Yeah, then you roll in in it. I actually remember when when my last company was scaling, and there was a very short period that I made more than the owners made, like on the books. And that's like that's as an owner, that must just feel really weird. <laughs> like think like when I think I'm probably gonna have to, we're probably gonna have to do that at some points. Like our employees are gonna be making way more money than we are, and then it's just gonna feel weird. Well, I feel like it just depends on how much work you're putting in because if you choose to like step away and just be like on the chair, or just be the CEO, but like not be doing like as much hands on work, true. then that, I feel like you don't deserve. Not that you don't never, deserve, but me. you basically yeah that one that will never be you one that will literally (laughs) never be you but two i feel like if someone's working harder or if someone's like at work more often doing more work than you and you're just kind of making like the really like high up bigger decisions for the company then like you should get paid like whatever your salary is and they should get compensated for what they're doing i agree that was a nice way of you saying that i'm the best well at that time you were I'm still the best. You still are. But I mean, at that time you were getting paid more, obviously, because like you were doing more with the company. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to do something fun this week. I know we said we were going to talk about manifestation, but we're going to hold that off until next week. This week we're going to do a little Q&A. We asked you guys um, if you had any questions for us on Instagram, aka that's where we do everything. So if you're not following us on Instagram... Or you don't have an Instagram. Do you live you under a rock? <laughs> Are you Patrick from Spongebob? <laughs> Does he live under a rock? And that's how I know how old he is. <laughs> Just showing my age. I know Patrick from Spongebob. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no, but that's the best place to figure out what to see what we're doing, what we're up to, and to like be part of the New things. flavors, sneak peeks. Yeah. Some little side stuff into our life. Some lifestyle stuff. Daily operations. Yeah. Other people that eat our bars. What else do we post? Other people that eat our bars. Wait, on our story. We repost your stuff if you send us stuff or if you tag us and stuff. Other people's cool ideas that they do with our bars. Oh, yeah. Different ways to eat them. That's true. Also, other people's flavor ideas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
All of you kind of get an opinion, but I really choose at the end of the day. Psychology is this. <laughs> but it's heavily swayed by what our, what our community true. likes. Like, we'll take like three or four suggestions, make them, and then choose the best one. Yeah. I mean, literally what we've done for every flavor we've had is that like when you order in the order notes, it says like, give us a flavor. I don't know what it says. Like, yeah. hit us. A, I don't even know. Whatever love, it says, but it's like, love, yeah. Love, love, give love or ideas, I think. Yeah, I think that's what Drop it says. Drop some love or ideas or something like that. And a lot of people put flavor ideas in there. And like for um, peppermint, for our peppermint flavored one, our lemon poppy seed, and our peanut butter coconut. Is there any other ones that we've done that were from? Anyways, lemon. those, yeah, peanut lemon, butter, peanut butter, coconut, and I mean, peppermint. Pumpkin, but we already did that. Oh, yeah, pumpkin chai. Peppermint a lot of people co- did say pumpkin. Peppermint cocoa was a semi pole. It was a poll on Instagram. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Okay. Well, it was a poll taken from what sorry. people had already suggested. So typically what I do is because I'm the one who's like signing all of your notes. So I see what everybody writes and I keep either like a mental note or a note in my phone of like if I keep seeing one over and over again, which lemon was like one of those ones that I kept seeing over and over again between lemon and blueberry. And then what we did was made two different kinds of bars and lemon we tasted them. Yeah. And we chose. A blueberry but, doesn't taste good unless it's in an actual like muffin. It's hard, I know. We gotta figure it out because a blueberry one would be so good. Maybe in two like, years. Ooh, a bl- <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm done adding flavors. You know how many bars I gotta make now? Nine well, flavors. Well, once those flavors are out, like once pumpkins out, once once coconuts out, the only one we're keeping is lemon. Yeah, I know. That's true. I guess we got so it's only going to be seven. Well, peppermint cocoa is going to drop in like a little while. Yeah, I've, that's not true. I've been secretly working on a Valentine's Day flavor without Holly. What? What yeah, flavor? So with who? Who have you been working on it with? Myself. What, <laughs> so what, what does that mean? <laughs> what, what the hell? What do you mean? You saying I, I'm not good enough to come up with no, flavors? No, I'm saying sudden? what do you what do you mean you've been working you, on? You I, power, haven't, you I haven't tripping. been seeing you work on it. Humbled. I haven't been seeing you work on anything. <laughs> I just, that's because I just I just thought of them and I just ordered the ingredients and I'm gonna make some batch trays. Uh, not this week because I'm super busy and flying out next week, but the week after. Is it strawberry? Nope. Is it a red one? Nope. Beet powder? Nope. Is it... Nope. You'll find out when you eat strawberry? it. Strawberry? You'll, you'll two weeks. Ugh, I can't wait, Sucker. guys. Valentine's Day's in February. Maybe you'll see... <laughs> True, it's pretty far got so much time. I was trying to get a label on time for once. Because I, I think about only launching it like Valentine's Day. And like doing like a very... Like Valentine's Day week. Oh, oh. And then doing so like a very like one small, order week. Yeah. And kind of like get like a little pre-order, more yeah, or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like get everyone to order and then... Only make exactly what we're shipping out. Yeah. I just think it'd be cool to have like something different for Valentine's that Day. That is cool. Are you going to put in the shape of a heart? No. I'm not. <laughs> Are you going to draw a heart on each one? They'd be so small going in the package. <laughs> yeah. A heart with an S in it because everyone loves Shane. Oh. Hey. Hey. You don't even do it right. Don't try. You suck. All right. Okay. We're going to get into these questions. Do we, have, do we have the names of the people asking no. questions? No. I didn't write Anonymous. that down. These are anonymous, but if you're listening, you're going to know it's your question, so... But no one else will know, because you're anonymous. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm just, just kidding. Just we shouldn't name drop. No, we should not name drop right. without permission. True. I name drop all the time, and Holly edits it out, because... It is true. I'm a dink. No, well, <laughs> it just depends on what you're name dropping <laughs> someone about. I'm <laughs> like, mm, I don't think that needed to be in there. That's true. <laughs> it should be in there. No. Okay. It shouldn't be in there. Okay. Um, we're gonna go. We're starting backwards. What are we doing? No. Okay. So the first one is, when is Opal's signature bar coming out? Never. 
An opal signature bar. Never. An opal, opal flavor. What would... Here's another way to ask it. What would an opal bar be? Like, what flavor would an opal flavor be? All flavors be? put together? No. What does she love? What does she love? What do you mean? You're with her every morning and afternoon and night. I don't know. You don't know what so she this likes? This is a trick question. No, it's not. She likes everything. She eats everything. I know, but what are her favorite flavors? Mush bar? <laughs> Ew, <laughs> she probably would like that. Yeah. Some beans, rice, <laughs> an avocado into a bar. Into a, into a lunch or dinner bar. What does she like? What's her favorite thing? Well, no, I feel like she loves those those pouches. Yeah. Her favorite one is that sweet potato goji. Uh, that would be a good bar, actually. A sweet potato goji bar. People have asked us a lot to make a sweet potato bar for like Thanksgiving. For the fall. Yeah. I'm not doing she it. She loves the sweet potato. She also loves her mango, the mango coconut, which would be really good as like a, as a fruit bar. You know what? You know what I hear when you say that? What? High costs. <laughs> <laughs> we just chop up a bunch of dried mangoes, uh, add a little coconut dropper, no. little coconut oil in there. And go negative when we sell them. <laughs> That's what would happen. So you're, so Opal's bar to you would be a mush flavor. <laughs> <laughs> mush. For those know. of you that don't know what mush is, what is mush, lover? Mush, it's my meal. It's the What's first, in it? It's like what I went to when I first went vegan. It is sprouted lentils, sprouted mung beans, sprouted brown rice, uh, mild salsa, tomatillo salsa, uh, chosen foods, veganese, chosen foods? I think it's chosen foods. Yeah, Mark Sisson or whatever his name is. Mark? Is, that's not his company. Primal Kitchen's his company, not oh, chosen foods. Primal Kitchen? No, it's not Primal Kitchen, it's chosen foods. Oh, no, it's the good veganese made out of avocado oil. No, I think it is chosen. just it's made out of avocado oil. That's, I know. Anyway. But chosen foods is avocado oil, too. And sometimes I do a whole avocado and sometimes I don't. So that's mush. That's mush. I eat like four pounds of it at a time. Ew, it's true. You and Opal love it. Yeah, it's it's so gross, guys. That's how I stay buff. The vegan mayonnaise is what gets me. No, like, it's I such can't a little amount, it. and it's perfectly fine. It doesn't even taste like mayonnaise. It, it smells don't like, real like mayonnaise. mayonnaise even yeah, you I was do. Vegan. Don't no, lie. So then, what made you want to try vegan mayonnaise if you never like real mayonnaise? I just saw the like avocado mayonnaise. oil, and I was like, oh, this will be good. No, I, it wasn't even me. It was Bryce. Bryce had it in the house, and I tried it in one of my meals, and I was like, oh, this is actually good in my lunch. Remember? Nope, gross. You liked it. You're a mayonnaise eater, and people who eat mayonnaise are disgusting. gnarly. Anyway, <laughs> so Opal's signature bar is never coming out for whoever asked that. <laughs> Maybe one day when we got some, when Opal's old enough to be like, you better make a bar for me, betches. We'll call it Opalicious. <laughs> the Opalicious bar. It'll be a limited time for Opal's 16th birthday, her sweet 16th. Small C, yeah. All right, next question. Okay, next question is, what made you go vegan and what's been the hardest part? Why does everyone think vegan's hard? That's, the, that's what always gets me when people ask these questions. What's, how'd you overcome it? I'm like, overcome what? The endless possibilities of eating food? <laughs> anyway, we're going to have two very different... <laughs> that, that always kills me. Or like when people are like, I want to go vegan, I don't know how. I'm like, you never eaten salad before? <laughs> But there's so much more than salad. No, I know. But I'm never just saying, eaten beans no, and rice. I actually worded never that. Eaten I've potatoes. never that wrong. When people are like, I've never had vegan food before. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. You've never you ate never, a vegetable? You've never ate an apple your whole life? That's vegan. <laughs> You've never had potatoes, french fries? like. Yeah, weird. Unless it's McDonald's. Yeah. You guys, if, every, if anyone doesn't know, you're about to get mind blown because McDonald's french fries 
have, what is it, 17 ingredients or something like yeah. that? I think it's like 17 or 27 ingredients. Gluten. And beef in those, fat, lard. Yes, they're not gluten-free and they're not vegan. Why, why are you pumping beef fat into a potato? To get you addicted. Well, duh. I just meant like that's gross. I wonder if other fast food places also Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Because you know how BK just launched like their Whopper burger? Yeah. And everybody was going out getting it and getting the fries? Ugh. A bunch of fake vegans yeah. eating some beef fries. Yeah, if you eat vegan, if you're only eating vegan when it's convenient, you ain't no vegan. What does that mean? If you're only eating vegan when it's convenient. Like the people are like, oh, I'm vegan at my house, but when I go out, I eat whatever I want. Uh-oh. Vegan eaters. So they're not vegan then. Yeah, they're, they're just not. like they mostly. Say, they try to drop that word because it's hot right now. They say I'm mostly plant-based. That's not what they say. They say I'm vegan. Yep. No. I'm vegan four days out of the week. <laughs> I'm like, then you're not vegan. Listen, guys, (laughs) vegan is a lifestyle. It's not a diet. It's true. I think it's the only, like, quote unquote diet that's more than a diet. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's also long term. Like, there has been no proven research or history or anything where a vegan diet long term can be bad for you versus, like, all of the other diets have proven to cause some type of issues further down the road. Exactly. So not if you're on that. it for X amount of time. Vegan's not just a diet. It's an entire lifestyle. Yeah, it's a change. Well, I think that, like, because we went vegan for different reasons. Wait, was that part of the question? Yep, yeah, it was part of the question. It. We're just flowing. I know. Because <laughs> we went vegan for different reasons. So because we went vegan for different reasons, I feel like the way Shane went, which was, like, more of, like, a health... You can tell, like, your story or whatever, but it's more, like, health purpose and... So if you go down that road first, you begin to learn about like the treatment of animals and things like that. And then it becomes more of a lifestyle because you become passionate about it once you realize like the suffering and everything that's behind it and like just the greed that's behind the industry and how unnecessary it is. I think that even if originally you started and you were like, I don't even care about animals at all at the end of the day, like after you've been vegan for X amount of time, you're going to be like, damn, I care about these animals. <laughs> but share, because we did have, we have. You want me the to go reason, first? Yeah. The no, reason you just we, told my whole story? I didn't tell your story. I literally said just for health reasons. Whatever. And I, didn't speak. I mean, that's why I did it. I did it for okay. health reasons. Go. I just, you just told the whole thing now. Literally told 0% of your story. Uh, let's see. And early whatever when i so there was a bunch of podcasts i'm a big podcaster i used to be a big podcaster now the podcasts suck because people get over elevated in themselves and just put out garbage <laughs> talking about one person very specifically <laughs> you used to have good podcasts and now it's not anyway um but i would listen to a lot of people who would be interviewed and they were talking about the vegan diet and how so let me regress so we went gluten-free dairy-free many many years ago way before we were vegan and what's that noise? What noise? Oh, thought you were, mm, No. I heard you. I was, I was rubbing my eye. I'm allergic to Nala, so and my Nala's eyes are chilling right itchy. here with me. Yeah, Nala's right on the computer. So, so when we did that, I accidentally found out I was allergic to gluten, so we cut gluten. Felt so much better. Lost a bunch of inflammation. I was rarely got sick. My puffiness went away. And then we did the same thing when we went dairy free. I just felt so much better. Like, Why did we go dairy free? Uh, I, was it like when I was like taking that course and I learned like everyone's allergic to dairy? It Is might that have been why? That, but also, also like the company I was running was dairy free. Like I think we were just becoming more, we were becoming smarter. Yeah. Um. So then we cut dairy. 
I remember when I got really sick because I used to drink whey protein. And I remember yes. I started getting really sick to whey protein. Yes. Like literally, yes. I, would, okay, yes. I, would, I, I would I would drink it and I would like puke right after, like immediately puke. And I was like, what the heck? And I did it multiple times. Not he even, even called. I yeah. called and I was like, hey, this batch is bad. It smells terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's making me sick. And he was like, look at my account. He's like, we've never had a problem with you before. So I'm like, I'm going to send you a new one. Got a new one. Same thing. And I'm like, what? And then I think we like dived into more like research, maybe. Um, I think we might have just like slowly cut it out because it. of yeah. that you were like getting sick. Yeah. Um, so then we went dairy free. Same thing happened. Just felt great. More clarity. Lost a lot, lost a lot of water weight. Joints felt better. So after doing that for many years and then hearing about like everyone talking about the, a plant-based diet and they're the same thing. They're like, I got sharper. I got more intelligent, not more intelligent, like less brain fog. Yeah. Um, they lose like 15, 20 pounds of water weight. That was unnecessary. All their joint pain went away. And I was like, Oh, this is so interesting. Like really like I was, I was blown away by the, the effect it has on the body. Cause back then that was like the two things I lived for was being, extremely strong which I still do and then I was running a company and I needed to be mentally sharp which I still do (laughs) but anyway um so that's what I really cared about so like Holly and I started talking about it and then um she just happened to be hearing probably very similar things just different sides and was like I think I want to go vegan too um that's not probably how it went down that's just like my summary of it (laughs) but when Holly when Holly and I first met she didn't even like eating meat anyway I think I conned her into eating meat, but she used to be close to uh, a vegetarian. vegetarian. Pretty close. Um, so, oh, this is like the other question. So that's why I went vegan. And then I didn't even consider myself like now when I went vegan, even though I never, I've not eaten animal products or dairy in years since I made that decision to do it. Uh, I never, I like looking back, I'm like, I wasn't vegan back then because vegan's like a movement. It's a lifestyle. It's a complete like shift and everything. So, so I did it. Did it for myself. Didn't really care. Didn't like do any research into it. Just started doing it. And then, hmm, I'd say like six to eight months later, maybe roughly, I started becoming like, I don't know if there more people were talking about it or like the people I happened to follow happened to be more vegan. Uh, but I started. I started learning more or just being separated from it for that long and not having like an emotional attachment to it anymore. Not that I really feel like I was attached to meat, but you never know with like weird psyche stuff. Um, I started learning more of like the environmental impact and then became more passionate about that. But at first it was purely selfish because I wanted like the, like an optimal body. And now I'm all like, mm, save the earth. So what's been the hardest part? There is no hard part. You, ha- you didn't struggle with anything going vegan? Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of benefits. I'll say our hardest part is equally. It's what we're, we were just talking about this in the car. No, our- that's being lazy. Our hardest part our hardest part is like when we travel or go out, there's less options. Yeah. Well, like when you want to be lazy, when you want to be lazy and like, I don't feel like making food tonight. I just want to get food. Or like, I was at a workshop this week. And I'm like, I'm hungry. I want to go to lunch. I didn't have time to make lunch in the morning. AKA also leading back to being lazy. But like, there's no, there's like, there's not very many options unless you want to go get salad. Now there's tons of options. Like three years ago when we first did it, there was legit, like we couldn't, like we'd go to Massachusetts, nothing. 
And it's not just, like, our thing is not vegan only, because we're, we're also, also gluten-free. Gluten free. That's our problem. There's tons of vegan options, but most vegans don't do it for health. And there's so tons there's of gluten-free gluten. free options. Right. There are gluten-free right. and there are vegan options. There just aren't gluten-free vegan right. options. So that's why, that's why it's challenging for us when we're out and about. But I would say that's the hard. I don't think like going vegan was hard. Right. I think being uh-huh. a lazy vegan is hard. Yeah. <laughs> like I think like being like traveling convenience, like right. quote unquote convenience, is like a little bit. That's that's a the little only bit part harder. That's different. Yeah. But you know, just start you know plan ahead or adapt intermittent fasting, which is like what we did for a long time, or like what I we still, still do. do. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay. Like your body, sh- you you should fast to kill off like cancer cells and free floating agents, and like it's good to allow yourself to starve a little bit, just for your brain. You don't um, really starve after you've done it for a little while. You're no, I know. Like, no, yeah. But in the beginning, you feel like... Like, even now, I used to intermittent fast every day. But even now, because I've been eating more while getting bigger, like, if I don't... If I, like, skip, like, a projected meal time, I'm like, oh, I feel miserable. Yeah, but that, like, but really then, like, hungry. I think about that, I'm like, shit, I need to fast more often. Mm-hmm. Like, because who wants to be addicted to food? You're a slave. Like, that's not how we're meant to be or operate. <laughs> like, it's not. Like, we are just a gluttonous society now. Oh, Yeah. Well, yeah, I think we eat way more than our natural body is meant to intake, <laughs> Yeah, but which is why we suffer with obesity and stuff. Right. Ooh, this is... Okay. Um, I'm going to take over. Go. Like Shane said, I never really ate that much. Like, I have never really liked meat or animal products. Besides, like, even eggs, actually. I always... I never really liked eggs. I never really liked any, any of it. cheese. Yeah. I did eat cheese, and well, I would eat baked and baked goods. I loved baked goods. Like, I loved, like, yeah, milk and baked goods, butter and baked goods, like, candy. Yeah, you can eat it without it. But I loved, like, candy, too. I am pretty much have, like, a giant sweet tooth. So anything involved sweets, I was, like, all for it. But even when I was little, like, my parents, like, if I would see, like, a vein, an artery, anything, like, when steak was too chewy, nope. Ugh. Isn't it gross that we, like... <laughs> Oh God. We just like think it's normal to see like there's literally an artery in our chicken or something and we just cut it out or pull it out and we just like continue eating with literally no like our brain doesn't register or we're so detached from our food that our brain doesn't even register the fact that like that is an artery meaning that at one point blood was like this thing was pumping blood through it. This thing was alive. That's just crazy. Like even then like I didn't make that connection. I just thought it was disgusting so I didn't want to eat it but I was going to say, real side quick, my other company, we used to do meals, and I would literally order, like, like thousands of pounds a week. Sorry, that was not <laughs> I just put her off the table because she was covering the mic. Um, and she was mad. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> anyway, um, so, like, we used to order tons of that, and, like, I always thought it was normal. It never bothered me back then. Um, but, like, now we use, like, a big shared commissary. We have, like, a private room in a very big facility. And, like, if I walk through the facility and people are cutting meat, like, I could be probably 12, 20 feet away from it. I can instantly smell it. It Ooh, smells like, so gross. it's like, it's weird because before I never realized it. Like, I could never smell it. But now I smell it and, like, it smells, like, dead. It smells like, a, like rotten. Yeah. And, like, you would, never, you would never want to eat that in the wild. You would be like, no, I'm not eating. Like, there's obviously something wrong with it if it's spoiled. Yeah. Like, it smells it's that weird. way. It's weird. It's, like, it's it's weird because we eat it all the time and it's in our palate that we're like, we're adjusted to it and we like, we think it's more attractive. And then after being away from it, we're like, oh, this is actually disgusting. Yeah. No, it's so true. Once like, I don't even have to see it. I just it for smell so it. long. Yeah. Oh, the smell of it. Especially like red meat. Like chicken like, egg, you can't smell as much, but when it's like blood meat, like meat right. with blood on it, yeah. that's like when it's yeah, like that. Really like it has like a stink, like a, has like a stench to it. 
Well, think about it this way. Like, when you go to more of, like, a disgusting city and all you do is smell, like, <laughs> fish, right? Because, like, it's all by the water. Oh, the, the ocean. Front. Yeah, yeah, But, like, that is what fish smells like before you eat it, guys. Yeah. Like, it's dead. <laughs> like, it is literally dead. Would you eat that? Would you, like, go over there and pull a fish out of there and fry it up? I don't think so. All right, I'm sorry. I just had, like, I was, like, just thinking about, because we are talking about veins and flesh and blood-based diets, so. Yeah. So... But him talking about his company is, like, kind of a realization that I had, which is originally why I was like, ooh, I think I want to go vegan. Because he used to work for a paleo company, which I'm not sure if we talked about that before, but paleo is, like, mostly all meat, if you don't know. So his company, like, at one point, they used to, like, whatever they... Because it, it was a meal prep, so you kind of had to guess what the orders were going to be that week. So sometimes, like, the orders may suddenly, you know, not be as many or whatever. Anyways, I don't know what happened, but at one point they couldn't give the food to, like, the employees anymore, like, what you guys made left over. So Shane would take it home sometimes because otherwise it was just going to be thrown away. So I started having, like, the realization of, like, that is so crazy that you're basically ordering all of this food, which these animals died. Like, at that point I had kind of started having the realization of, like, these are dead animals that died. And then you're just throwing it away for no reason. So their life... As if their life didn't matter, like, you're saying it didn't matter already because you, like, you slaughtered it, but now you're literally just throwing it in the trash. Like, now it's, like, really didn't matter. Like, now it actually died for nothing. It's not even, like, it died for you to, like, have five minutes of pleasure. It's, like, no, it literally died to go in the trash. And I feel like I started having that realization. I was, like, okay, I think I want to go pescatarian or pescatarian, which is, like, fish only. Did that for, like, one day, told Shane, you know, I just want to cut it all out. Like, let's cut it all out. And he was, like, on board because he was, like, I've been hearing lots of podcasts, like he said earlier. So we literally just did it just like that. But we started watching, like, right when we did it, I think the reason why it was so easy for us is because right when we did it, I I bought, like, a bunch of books, like, books on, like, veganism and stuff. And we started watching, like, all the documentaries. Like, every documentary. Yeah, you don't remember. I don't remember any of it. You don't? Maybe it's just me. No, we would watch it. The only thing I remember watching is I, I watched Rotten with you a couple episodes. Yeah. Not a lot of them, though. You watched What the Health, Forks Over Knives. You watched, like, we watched all of those. Cowspiracy. I never watched Cowspiracy. You never watched that one with me? No. Oh. I watched Fed Up, and I watched Forks Over Knives. And that was it. No, you watched What the Health. We wa- That's where they're, like, cutting, like, the pus out of the bacon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, pus pockets. I thought that was Forks Over Knives. No. I've never seen Forks Over Knives, then. I think you have seen You fell asleep in that one. Yeah. They suck. <laughs> no. Honest, no, they don't suck. They're, they're like, actually no, they're truly educational. educational. Yeah. Like, you're learning about both sides. Because each documentary has, I didn't has care like, about that stuff back then. That's why it sucked for me. I don't think it sucked. You no, were it didn't, it didn't suck. It. No, it didn't suck. Sucks the wrong So why are you trying to say that? Because I'm just you trying, just want I'm to, trying, I'm trying to show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm also trying to show that, like, even if you don't care, like, back then I really didn't care about the environment, but I cared about myself. Well, yeah, deep down, everyone cares about themselves, so you should but go But ultimately, like, if you see, okay, I just gotta also say this on a side note, sorry, this question's going on very well. <laughs> this is something we're obviously passionate Q&A about. Q&A is gonna be three <laughs> podcasts long, guys. No. Um, Stay tuned. Yeah. We're dropping three <laughs> onto, episodes this week. Yeah, onto bang, the next bang, bang. Um... What was, it, what was I just going to say? Fed up. No, we were Cutting talking about puss. something else. Oh. If you see something. Say, if you, two, two parts to this. One, if you've ever seen footage inside a slaughterhouse or like how animals get treated before they are slaughtered or like literally while being slaughtered, I feel like it's a very certain type of person who couldn't be disturbed by that type of video footage. 
Like whether you like animals or not, that's oh, disturbing footage. People, like to see to see like them getting abused, to see them getting like shot in the head and their like throat slit and they're literally like screaming, crying, or like the way that they're just like pushed into the trucks and like I feel like th- like that does pull at your heartstrings in some type of way, even if you don't care at all. Like oh, even course. if you don't care about animals at all or you don't if care you about those kind it. of animals. Yeah. Right. And the other part to that is I think that, like, for me, going vegan, I had, like, that realization, one, of, like, they were just getting thrown away. But the other part of that was I started thinking about how disconnected we are from our food and how, like, I would just walk through a grocery store or just, like, go to a restaurant and see a burger on a plate. Like, all I think it is is a burger. Like, I don't think about, like, the fact that, like, a cow had to die for that burger to be there. And I think because we're so disconnected from our food, because we're not the ones taking the knife and, like, slitting the throat, we're not the ones who have to go out and, like, shoot the animal, that it's easier for people to, to like eat it, to consume it because they're so disconnected. But for me, I thought about like, I could literally never kill, like, I don't even like, I don't even like seeing like animals dead on the side of the road. I'm like, Oh my God, no, that's so sad. Like I could never kill an animal. And so I was like, I don't think I deserve to eat an animal if I could never physically kill it. Like if you're a hunter and you go out and you like look at the animal in the eyes and you, and like you choose to pull that trigger and shoot it in the head, like that's one thing. And then also, to take it to the next level, if you were, like, a hunter and you, like, back in the olden days, like, speared the animal, like, with your hands. Like, that's, like, you obviously, you're looking at it face-to-face, you know that you're, mur- you're, like, you know that you're killing this animal. But I feel like nowadays we're just so disconnected, we just walk through, like, the grocery store and it's, like, totally normal or we go into a restaurant or whatever and it's, like, we don't think about the fact that, like, that was an animal at one point. That that was, like, a being at one point. And that it, like, had a life, and it had a family, and it had emotions, and all of these things. We don't think about that. I think it's just the way our society has, like, packaged it. And by society, I mean money-driven corporations. But, yeah, so I did it, obviously, (laughs) wait, just spit, sorry. I did it for ethical reasons. Um, I was like, I care way too much about animals. Like, I loved my cat and my dog at the time. Do we even have Sunny? I don't think so. Uh, mm, I think we had just gotten him. We got we? him. We got Sonny a few months after, after. being vegan. Okay, yeah. So, but suddenly enough, I left my company a few months after being vegan too. Yeah. Because you're, I guarantee deep down, oh, yeah, your morals fine. didn't align with like what you were doing. Yeah. So yeah, I did it for ethical reasons for the animals. And then of course, like Shane was saying, like the more and more I learned about the more and more I educated myself on it, the more I learned about the health benefits of it. Slash, I just personally felt so much better like I slept better I had higher energy I like was doing better in the gym just everything I feel like was so much better my allergies were getting better and headaches I haven't had a like I mean when I was pregnant kind of when like my hormones were fluctuating but like migraines I used to get really bad migraines I haven't gotten migraines since going vegan there's just a lot a ton of health benefits that you notice pretty much right away Pretty quickly into, like, actually fully going, doing it. You think, like, 30 days? No, I think, like, I started noticing it within, like, the first, like, two weeks. Mm. Like, my sleep quality, my energy levels. I I know. You don't have memory of anything. I remember things, just not things like that. (laughs) I remember numbers and sometimes names. No, I don't remember. And that's it. Okay, 
Moving on to the next question. Sorry, that one took up a long time. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. That's, real, That's something we're, we're actually, actually very passionate about. Yeah, and we're going to do a whole podcast about the V word, so. <laughs> we will. And you can choose to listen to it or Now it's going to be a repeat of this one, basically. <laughs> I was just thinking we're talking about this. I'm like, oh, great. Here comes the hate from all the people who choose not to be vegan. And I just want to say this on a side note of you saying that. Like, we're not the type of vegans to be like, you're a bad person if you're not vegan. Like, hey, my, like people in my family are not vegan, and people staying with us right now are not vegan. Like, it's okay. But we're a vegan but, household. But we are a vegan household, and when you come to our house, you eat vegan. And then and you, you feel don't bring, better. <laughs> you don't bring animal products <laughs> into our house. Like, you're staying with us, you're eating like us. But we're not, like, shun- we're not, like, like sticking, like, our finger, like, in people's faces. I honestly only like, have, like, three friends that are vegan. Everyone else is not. Yeah, I only have, I only have one friend. I mean, I, don't, I guess not friends, but and like, like t- Ashley's vegan, Kaylee's vegan, mm, Jay's vegan. I don't really know that many vegans in my personal life. Yeah, you those do. aren't really my personal life though. Rob's yeah, those- vegan. Oh my, my BFA Rob is vegan, all right. and that's all that truly matters. Okay, yes. But <laughs> anyways, but yeah, my whole her. point of saying that is just this is something that we're passionate about, and I feel like. If anybody ever had questions about it or was, like, curious about how to, like, do it, then... Sorry, our cat is, like, going nuts this episode. <laughs> me, Nala. I'm a hunter. Don't eat me. <laughs> yeah, Nala's not vegan. Nala's a cat, guys. Okay, just trying to say, we're not trying to, like, shame anyone or, like, no. diss anyone. And or... on a side note from that, if you feel shamed from this, you need to check yourself. Because you feel a certain way about Check it. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I never make anyone feel bad. But, like, when people are always, like, like, this is great because this is, like, good for working out. I work out every single day pretty much no matter what. Like, injured, not injured, sick, not sick. Like, the only thing I don't do if, it, if it's, like, business or babies, the only reason I don't, I'll take a day off. But the, the amount of people who are, like, oh, I wish I could work out or I should work out, too. And I'm, like, don't be mad at me because you don't work out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, if you feel bad about it, it's your own thing. So fucking yeah. fix it. Yeah. Or, but at the same time, if you don't want to work out every day, you don't have to work out every day. No, but don't expect to get it, the results of no, not... If you feel bad about it, do it. Yeah. Like, if you... Like, these people who listen, they're like, oh, man, I should really try to go vegan. Do it. Do it. Reach out to us if you want some pointers, because trust me, we've tried all the vegan products, and I could tell you what's the good cheese, but, what's the good But milk. don't get mad at me because you want to, you think you should do it, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay, yes. Agreed upon. Okay, moving on to the next question. Okay. <laughs> the question is, how hard is it to handle a growing business and a growing family? Oh, God. The hardest thing I've ever done in my whole entire life, and I've done really, really hard <laughs> things. It's probably the, this is the closest to the breaking point I've ever been in my whole entire life. And I've been in prison, guys. <laughs> so, this is harder than I lived a super stressful, like, could be killed any moment before prison. Lived a super stressful, could be killed any moment in prison. Lived a life of trying to grow a business, have a wife and a baby. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, trying to find, like, I don't really believe in balance. No such thing. Yeah, there's no such thing as balance, but trying to find the time 
to make sure that like everything is getting the attention that it needs to thrive is very difficult. Like I've always been a super hard worker and I love it. I'd work like Holly and I were in a relationship for years and I'd work 20 hours a day and not even bat an eye. Like I'd just be like, no problem. I don't care. I'm at the kitchen for 10 hours and I'm so sad that I like Opal's going, like I'll look at the clock and I'm like, oh, it's six o'clock. Opal's going to take a bath. Like I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I'm going to get home and she's going to be sleeping. Sometimes I get home and Holly's sleeping and I like genuinely get upset. But that would never happen to me before. Yeah, because there's even been times, like, talking of that, where Shane will, like, I'll, I don't know, I'll be tired that day, and I'll put her down early, and he'll literally, like, walk in at, like, 6.45 or something, and she'll, like, I'll just be walking out of her room, like, she just went down, and he's like, dang, like, trying to, like, race home to, like, see her before bed. But I do think that it's, I think that's the hardest part, is trying to make sure that everything's getting the attention that it needs. And that you're giving the full attention when one thing really needs it more than the other. Being like Opal was just yeah, like Opal was just yeah. sick, and so it's like okay, I didn't really get to do anything those two days because my where my most important role was was to be a mother at that time. Right, which and is hard to same, grow a business though. It is like I, I definitely think the business would be bigger at this very point if like no offense to Opal, but like like if it's just if a growing I, business and not a right. growing business. Yeah, yeah, we'd be family. way bigger because like. The amount of time that I know I would personally invest, and I know you would invest too, would, like, it would be the whole entire day. It would. It would, like, and we would do it together, which makes a difference, because, like, that's another aspect. It's like, like, we used to do everything together, or business-wise, before Opal, and then when Opal came, like, we started doing way, everything separate. So now, like, for me personally, I'm, like, I work out by myself, then Holly works out by herself. We used to work out together. In the meantime, like, I get a little Opal time, then Holly takes Opal, then I go to the kitchen, and I probably don't see Opal at that, towards the end of the day, but then I'd, I'd probably come home and, like, do labels or do computer work, but mm-hmm. instead I'm like, I haven't, had, I haven't been with Holly all, the whole entire day, like, I want to try to spend, like, some evening time with her, and it's, like, it's a huge conflict in my whole entire, like, my whole entire mind my whole, the whole day. Like, it's, it's, it's so incredible. Trying hard. to figure out, like, okay, like, yeah, like, should I, I stay like, at the kitchen and just, like, right. work through, or should I try to get home and see Opal before bed, or should I try to get home before I'm even sleeping? Right, like, there's, yeah. But it's true what Shane's saying, because, like, before Opal was born, and especially once we both went self-employed, we did everything together. Like, everything. <laughs> too, many, too many things, guys. Yeah, too we many. had no alone time. We did everything together. So it was going from literally doing everything together to an extreme halt of doing things by ourselves. Yeah. And 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 also like splitting up those roles because like we'd be doing computer work, but we'd be doing computer work together. Right. Or we'd be like doing labels, but we'd be doing labels together. We so it may not be like we're like necessarily like hanging out and talking. It's like when you watch TV together, like you're just happy to be together and you're both sharing something in the moment. Like when we're both working. We're in the same room, we're doing the same thing, we're focused on the same goal, and like, even though we can never say a word to each other, we're together doing something. Yeah, and so, and then, yeah, once Opal was born, it was like, going separate, or having to use that time, like, okay, I really need to get this newsletter out, like, can you take Opal so I can get on the computer and get this done, or, you know, Shane's like, okay, I need to run to the kitchen, I have orders to fill today, and so he's like, running out the door to go to the kitchen. Never had more stress in my whole entire life. So yeah, it's very difficult. I think this is why a lot of people choose one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Or why a lot of people, when they're growing a business, are very careful to not start a family. Don't have sex, guys. <laughs> or are, I like, told, being protected. We were, yeah. Like, I mean, we, there's a lot of stories to this, and it just comes down to being very stupid. But, like, 
I want, like, we're originally going to wait, like, six years before we even have a child in. Less than six months later. <laughs> yeah. But that's because we just went, we were, we've been plant-based for, like, six, seven, eight months. Like, we were just self-employed, so our stress levels were super low. You know, I was horny all the time. <laughs> we were both super fertile. We were, we were together all the time. Yep, so, you know. That's just a combination for and, a baby. And I came off of my birth control. Well, I've been on birth healthy. control for life. Yeah. But like came off of birth control because like I just started reading tons about the negative effects of it. So I chose, okay, I'm going to go off birth control. And I went off all my medication. Not that I was on a lot of medication, but I went off of everything. And I feel like the combination of all of those. Yeah. So basically, I feel like when people are starting a business... They're probably a lot more careful to not start a family and to focus on only growing up the business. And I feel like this is why oftentimes a lot of entrepreneurs who are really big don't have kids because it is really difficult to try to give your attention to a family because a spouse is one thing. Even if you're not working with your spouse, a spouse is one thing because they can understand and they don't need like... They don't need as much attention as a baby needs. Slash, you don't really care. Yeah, as also, much. Like, if you if you leave me because I'm trying to build our life together, then that's your fault. Exactly. I'm gonna be rich without you. Exactly. But like, you know, when Opal ages, that time's gone forever. Yeah, exactly. Like I can get another Holly. Wow. No, no you saying. can't. <laughs> you cannot get another me. I'm just kidding. One. So I think that answers the question. Yeah, and then another question, which was like a second part of that question, is how do you guys work together as a team? Which I don't know if we answered that. How do we work together as a team? We don't. <laughs> We're not good at working together. <laughs> Holly and I are very different. What what happens is we assign ourselves different tasks. We very, very rarely work on the same task together. We don't ever. Uh, yeah, we don't. Um, we both have different roles, different responsibilities, and that's we it. Stay in each other. We stay in Here. our own lane. Stay, yeah. I think that, like, yeah, we learned very early on that we don't necessarily work well together. That's true. We're very, um, because like Shane said, we're very opposite. We see things very differently. And because of that, we want to achieve whatever the end goal is very differently. And so I may think, well, this is the right way to do this, which is going to get us to the very end. And Shane thinks like, no, it needs to be done this way to get us to the end. And we'll end up like, not like arguing, but kind of arguing with each other to be like, okay, no, my way is the right way. No, my way is the right way. And so on larger projects, whoever's responsibility it is, we'll work on it. And then like, if it's something for marketing or anything like that, I'll often work on it, come up with like either what I think is the final product or a couple and ask Shane, like, which one do you like best? And then out of that, it's like, then I'll bring him into the picture. But we do try to work on our own things and not cross over because we've learned early on, which is good that we are not very good at like trying to work on tasks together. Yeah. Everyone has the same tasks together. Everyone has their, everyone has a strong side. Their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also good as far as like us as a business, like partners, because we're very good in different parts of the business, which it was easy for us to be like, okay, this is your job. That's your job. Neither of us wanted the other person's job, and it was easy. Unless, did you want my job? Not really. <laughs> I do think there's been like things where I'm like, I feel like I should always do this. That I didn't really think I was going to. Yeah. But but you've now you like taken learning. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep learning. Exactly. Keep evolving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Holly and I, yeah. Good. Even when we used to work out together, fucking rage. 
Like, absolute rage. <laughs> we used to get so, so mad at each other. But that was at the very beginning, because we started getting a lot better. Okay, you guys, I will tell you why. It was my fault why we used to get mad at each other, because Shane, I, Shane has always been working out, obviously been working out way longer than me. And he, he would be in the gym and be like, exactly how we met trying to tell me like you're like basically being like you need to take weight off or you're doing this wrong or this or that or you can do and five more to, and you quit it or that ten. too or that too and i used to like secretly get like embarrassed like because like other people would be around in the gym and i'd be like don't tell me i'm doing this wrong i'm doing this right or i used to always get super mad when you'd spot me too suck that spotting and then sometimes I'd be like doing my thing and I'm like I need assistance it's like my last rep and she'd be like not paying attention at all like I'm watching butterflies fly in the air who knows what you're doing spacing out and I'm just dying about to be crushed by 250 pounds just I got injured so many times from a, ter- from a terrible lift it was always my shoulders that is true. Anyway, so then we stopped working. Out, we stopped working out together, which I actually do genuinely miss. Like I actually liked when we worked out together. And then we just started working out at the same time in the same place, but never together. We would. We still would do workouts together. <clears throat> the other part of that is Shane obviously lifts way more weight than me. So yeah. for certain, it has like, to be days, like arms or like shoulders. Exactly. It so be, like, can never be legs. It can never be chest. Because days like that, it's like we end up getting annoyed with each other because it takes too long to switch plates. And like then by that time, you're like, okay, we've literally done one exercise and my pre-workout's completely out of my system. Because it's just taken like too long to One hour, get bench down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just so, bench. Just bench. Didn't it. get to any kind of flies. <laughs> but I feel like that's like a good part about our relationship is we can recognize that about us. It's like, okay, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah, it makes, it makes me sad when other people try to drag their partner into like their obsession and like if they don't want to it's okay like yeah just be okay with things, it as long as your like, partner's it's okay, okay to with do things you separately do, yeah your partner doesn't need to be okay with you doing anything you want to do. well i think your partner otherwise they're just gonna be bitching the whole time like what if you like the gym and i didn't want you to go to the gym and i was just bitching at you the whole time well then i would probably leave you I exactly never, i would never oh, exactly. With you. but i mean like that does happen with people where they're they I would get sit down and be like their, why don't you want me to better myself they get annoyed with secure? their person's passion you don't want me to be hot and sexy you think i'm gonna leave you i love you i'm gonna be hot and sexy for you it's fine <laughs> that's the conversation saying? i had and if they said no i'd be like peace I'm out. Get yeah. somebody who's not hot and sexy. <laughs> Get somebody who's fat and sloppy. Exactly. Who <laughs> doesn't like going to the gym. No, but that's what I mean by that. It's like yeah. sometimes people are, do get like un- annoyed or they don't want their, their partner to pursue their passions or their hobbies or whatever because they're like, we need to be together all the time and if I don't like it, then you don't, shouldn't like that's it. That's terrible. I feel bad for those people. You yeah. De- you deserve better. You d- if that's you, if you're in a relationship, if you're listening like to this, that. and your relationship sucks, <laughs> and you're not the one who makes it sucks, because I bet you probably are, leave. <laughs> those those memes are like sometimes you gotta look around and just realize you're the negative person dragging everybody else down. Exactly. If that's you, fix yourself. <laughs> Recognize it and fix yourself. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> okay. The next question is we get asked this all the time, but why Raleigh? Why Raleigh? Ooh, we're running deep. That's fine. We're going. We're going quick. I've been moving us along. Wait, there's a couple questions. Should we figure out which one we want to answer first? Yeah. Hit me. Okay. Because so, Holly didn't brief me, as always. Why Raleigh? That's one of the questions. But we've answered that before. So if you ask that question, just go look back on our dig deep, and you'll find it. <laughs> Why Raleigh? Because Raleigh had the most potential. The end. <laughs> okay. This is actually a pretty good one, but this may also go in depth. It says, how does faith, how does faith influence your business? 
Let's save this question for another time. Okay. We'll save this for... We're going to do a faith-centered podcast at some point with one of our really cool friends. So, okay. So, the last question is... Wait, what, is the last one or second to last one? Uh, I think it's the last one. There's not two? Yeah, because I said, how does faith influence your business? Which we will talk about that in another podcast. I would say... I say as an overall, though, just to, like, quick dab onto that answer. I was kind of rushing because I knew they were almost here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we you guys aren't going to notice, but somebody, our guest walked in right as we were about to answer that last question. Go. Um, I'd say as an overall, I think faith is just has a larger impact on in our entire life. Not just our business. Not just our business. Yeah, I think being, I'm just going to touch on this really quickly. Like I have pretty much in like all of our places where we have like manifest is like, I am blessed and I am favored because I feel like. There's some the, quotes too. Oh, yeah. We have Bible quotes everywhere. But, like, the I am blessed and I am favored is, like, a mindset that I go through life with. And I feel like that's in every aspect of life. It literally could be, like, getting a parking spot close to wherever I'm trying to go. Or, that like, landing the... manifestation, the... too. Huh? Also, just building up this podcast for manifestation. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think being faith-based, like, you, you live your life knowing that great things are going to happen to you because you are loved. Yes. So, I think it has more to do... It's, like, not just about the business, but as far as the business is, I think that the business succeeds and gr- and is growing as fast as it has been and has been, like, as good to us as it has been because... We're blessed and We are blessed favored. and fa- Yeah, because <laughs> we are blessed and highly favored, which I mean, goes like, back to that. Our business is morally very sound. Like, everything that we do is the right thing. Yes. Yeah, we don't and, go against... And I personally believe, like... If you're doing the right thing, right shit happens to you. Exactly. Right thing, right right actions, right intentions, great result. Exactly. And that's the other thing. Like not only it, it's like the intentions are also pure and also there. So I think that, yeah, we'll, we'll have like a larger discussion yeah. probably based around like faith and business. But that, that's kind of like a larger overview of how that interconnects. Agreed. Okay. And the very last question is, what are you most excited for as your business grows? To be a billionaire. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Winks so- at me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think, so this can be broken down into small steps and big steps. I think there's two things I'm really excited about that are probably in the very close near future. For me personally, just because of what I do in the business, A getting Holly on her own salary and not sharing one. Because we live like peasants. Uh, B, I just, I miss my team. I miss having, I'm like, that's what I'm excited for that next stage of growth. Like when we hit, when we hit like a level to where we need, you know, a handful of employees to help me make these bars or a sale, like, or if like we get these bars made for us, like then we get like a marketing team or a sales team or like a street crew and we, you know, do whatever we need to do. Street crew, not as in like local, but street crew as in like go around the country. Exactly. Once we hit like a major retailer. Brand ambassador like, type Just style. to like, yeah, just so people understand. Um, but that's what I miss most about my old job and that's what I'm really excited about for our next small steps. Well, that would be a small step. Uh, larger step, the most thing, the thing that I'm excited about most, I mean, that's like massive, like the impact you know, the fact that so many people who aren't vegan eat our bars is kind of cool. Like, the amount of people who are like, I'm not vegan, but I love your bars. I'm like, you eat granola bars, they're not vegan. <laughs> but anyway, but it just makes me excited that people are trading 
traditional old-fashioned sources of protein, especially in like the fitness realm, for a cleaner, better quality. And also it's food. It's not just protein, which is kind of nice because people need both. Um, and I'm not going to lie, being extraordinarily wealthy does excite me. Not for the fact of being wealthy, though, but the things I could do with it. Like, giving back. Like, Holly and I have always talked about this since I was in prison. Like, I love, I have, like, a super passion for, like, helping youths. And it's something, <laughs> youths. I say it like that because of a TV show we watched. <laughs> and now it's just embedded in me. Holly gets it. If you, if Parkour. You know, you know. <laughs> that we want to do once Small Seed is established and has a good revenue stream and then like our personal side passions of like maybe I open up a gym maybe I don't maybe Holly opens up her like little beautiful cafe maybe she doesn't because everything always changes all the time anyone who thinks they're going to do what they do and it's 10 years from now and you still want to do it you never grew in that 10 years it's stuck it didn't evolve or if your idea hasn't evolved yeah and employees I actually I really <laughs> like the fact that we're gonna that we'll be not like I like the fact of being responsible for tons of people, but knowing that maybe we have 100, 150 employees and they maybe may or may not have families that, like, we... Providing the ability for them to support their families. Right, that's maybe four, five, six hundred people, not including our hundreds of thousands of customers at that when we get to that level. Exactly. That all excites me. No, and I'll tell you what else is going to excite me not having to label these damn packages I know low, low level that's what I'm most excited about Once, as we can scale a little bit and I'm not doing as much all this physical labor hands on yeah I mean I love hands on work no hands on like labeling yeah like literally Holly and I own this company and we label these damn packages and it takes Hours. time it also just kills Ugh. my back anyways alright what are you most yeah, excited the, about I'm on a small level, I'm most excited about, like, being able to automate, like, a couple of the things that do take a lot of our time right now so that we can focus on bigger picture goals. Right. But I think, like, in a bigger sense, I'm most excited to get, like, our first major retail account, which is going to be happening soon. Um, Manifestation. <laughs> I'm most excited to, like, something that I've been passionate about since we started this company is to eventually be able to give back 1% to the planet so and the more revenue we make the that more 1% money we can get huge. back right. exactly whether I like whether we do it through 1% for the planet or we choose like every quarter we're gonna give it to like this month is gonna be for the earth or this month's gonna be for the animals this month or we start our own non profit. probably what we're eventually gonna do but giving back being able to give back and like Shane was saying is having like a larger impact and I do think that a cool part of Having a larger impact, whether that's like via our uh, being able to give it through like what we make out of the company or just being able to impact people's lives, like giving them the ability to have these quality products, to have this real food so that they don't have to choose to eat shit. Like, I think that that's the greatest thing. And like you said, you don't have to be vegan, but a cool thing about our company is I think because we are so passionate and we're so open minded and we're like willing to talk to people, is a lot of people have tried our bars and tell us, like, hey, I'm not vegan, but, like, what do you guys do for this? And, like, do have questions, whether that turns into anything or it doesn't. Like, the fact that, like, we are getting your 
motors turning in your head or like maybe you choose to eat vegan one one day a week or like maybe like you choose a veggie burger when you're out instead of a regular burger like just those small decisions like I think that like being able to plant those seeds in people's heads is like a really cool part of our company I actually feel like a lot of people have turned to more vegan options because of us because of small seeds because of our personal brands too yeah like just me and you like the amount of pictures that I'll get of somebody just like they decide to have vegan food one night and they're like look what I'm eating and they're just really excited because they think I'm going to be excited about it and I am yeah but I that's what that, I mean it's like having like that little impact where it grows into something bigger yeah so yeah I'm excited for that and I'm also just really excited like as our company grows I get excited over really small things unlike Shane who I get excited about small things not really but it's just so fast no, this is how this is how excitement works for me. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like I, as soon as things, I have this, I have a problem of like pro, the only thing that really makes me happy is like always constant progress. So like we'll have a goal as soon as we hit the goal, like it's over, like we hit it. The next goal needs to come right away. I don't sit and enjoy it ever. And I do. I'm like yeah. that hitting that goal is what like gives me the energy to like, like move forward and like reach the next goal. I'm like yes. We just, like, this is something I was going after. We completed it. We got it. Like, I'm super excited. And, yeah, Shane's like, we're never, it's never good. It's It's never never enough. enough. All right, we hit 10. Now we have to hit 100. And Holly's like, we hit 10. Woohoo, we can hit 100. It's like, Holly and I operate so differently. I definitely operate out of the dark side. And Holly's, like, all light. That's true. It's real. It's a real thing. It is real. So, yeah, I think that's what I'm most excited about. And I'm most excited, I think, something that's going to be really cool it's like, yeah, one day I'm just cruising around town, and I look over, I'm driving my car, look over, I see someone opening up a small seed bar and eating it, and I'm like, that's right, and they don't even know it's me, but I know, I know that's me. I can't wait to have, like, the Tom story happen to us. Yeah. Uh, that, like, that would be out. cool. Yeah. I'll pretend not, like, I don't know anything about the company, and someone's like, like oh, wow, shit, what's that? Seed bar? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I've never had them. I'll just be have like, them I don't, tell about, I don't, like, I don't really like lying, so I always try to word things in a way that I'm not lying. And I'd be like, can you tell me more about those? That's why, like, I'm not telling them I didn't, but I'm not saying I did. I, I'm really good at talking. So, yeah, I think that's going to be really cool, too. <laughs> There's a lot of exciting things that, whether they're, like, small accomplishment, like, small goals that I want to reach or big goals that I want to reach for us as a company. Um, but, yeah, I'm always excited for anything, for us, like, evolving at every moment of every time. Like, I'm just excited for this workshop I just got. I'm like, oh, it's going to, like, up us so good. Like, I'm excited. So, things like that. Anyways, this is starting to run long. That's perfect. So, <clears throat> we got through all the questions this week. And uh, maybe we'll do this, like, once, like, every, like, five, when ten episodes. When we feel episodes. like it. No, that's a lot. <laughs> 15, 20 episodes. We'll see. We'll do it when we feel like it. <laughs> all right. When we feel like giving back. We'll ask you for your opinion. All right, guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm a harsh asshole. That's okay. <laughs> but I don't really mean it. 90% of it's actually fake. <laughs> guys, I love you. Okay. <laughs> That's right. a strong word. Hey, it's a strong word. Um, all right. We out. See you guys. Catch you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to go rate, review, share. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode. Yeah. By the way, that's gone really downhill lately. What? I need more people rating and reviewing. <laughs> and more people. Also, tag me. Don't just tag Small Seed Bar. My Instagram shit. Okay, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Goodbye, guys.